obviously the media isn't covering this, but there's been a permit, like a, a nightly daily protest against Tony Blinken at his home. This reminds me of Cindy Sheehan's encampment outside George W. Bush's Crawford, Texas ranch, where he spent the majority of his presidency during the Iraq war. Cindy Sheehan being the mother of a soldier who was killed in Iraq. And this is outside. This is Blinken going to work every day. There's Blinken's motorcade. He's getting, you know, simulated blood poured outside his house and on his motorcade every day outside his mansion. Props to them. Props so, to so courageous. So people who can confront these war criminals directly, I think, have such. A, it's so courageous to do that. You know, um, it's so courageous. The same thing last week with the people who confronted Hillary Clinton and Linda Thomas Greenfield and that former Israeli intelligence officer who runs the Columbia Foreign Affairs School over there, you know, uh, fake conference to weaponize sexual violence to justify the genocide. I mean, such brave people. And you know Blinken is shook by this. You can see it in his face. He just perpetually looks scared. Because he really fashioned himself as this like human rights champion. And I think he really thought people I, I really think he he believed that people supported him and thought he was like on the right side because he rallied everyone to support Ukraine. But now Democrats, uh, like the base, are the ones out there protesting the Biden administration and refusing to vote for him in places like Michigan, where there's a really big drive to vote uncommitted. And they're scared. They sent um Samantha Power. And John Finer, uh, a deputy national security advisor, go to Michigan recently. I can't remember if we talked about it last week or not. Yeah, but John Finer said we've made some missteps. We made some missteps. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. We we didn't communicate how much we really care about the lives of Palestinians. It was all framed as a PR issue that if only we did a better job of public messaging, everything would be fine. I mean, overlooking the fact that they're providing the weapons and the support to exterminate Palestinian lives. So whatever you say about how much you care about them publicly doesn't matter if you're materially providing all the support to exterminate the Palestinian lives you claim to care about. But it, 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 it exactly. And it's, it's just, it's taken away the veneer that the democratic party had. First of all, the democratic party prefers the population to be involved, maybe in a culture war the Republicans love the culture war too, but they don't want their own base to be politicized. That's what, Clintonism in the 1990s was about was they you know they depoliticized their base they kind of removed the left from the equation they sister soldiered the left and the black civil rights movement they brought them in by playing saxophone they weren't they're they're not accustomed to having these and, and then Obama sustained that uh, they weren't they they aren't accustomed to having these kind of protests outside their homes to be dealing with this kind of rancor with their own base this is something they thought. They had gotten through after LBJ stepped down and the disaster of the 68 convention and then McGovern 
the activist candidate losing so badly in 72, the generation that still runs the Democratic Party, which Tony Blinken really represents, they thought this was over. And they also thought that they would be more respected on the world stage. In <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 Bernie Sanders' brother. No, am I correct? He's a he's a Green Party politician in the UK, or is that? Am I thinking of someone else? He does have a brother who lives in the UK. I know that. I don't know if he's a politician, but he definitely has a brother who lives in the UK. Bernie yes. Sanders is always someone who's sort of, you know, received respect wherever he goes around the world. He's seen as the alternative to the imperialist Democrats. But he, he actually went to Ireland recently, and he himself was met with the same kind of rancor because he's identified himself so closely with Biden, including Biden's foreign policy. Maybe we can translate this. So he's being challenged on Gaza. So if you can't hear that, he just said, I get a little bit queasy and I don't know any, and, and anyway, he, does, you go, he, he did his whole thing. What genocide? What like quotation marks genocide. So he's queasy about using the word genocide. And this is when an audience member intervenes. It is a genocide. What's your definition of genocide? Bernie, you have funded Zionism yourself. You have funded the Israeli settler state. Here you are pretending you aren't. It is disgusting. Liar, liar, genocide, denier. Liar, liar, genocide, denier. It's disgusting. It is reprehensible. You are a child killer. You are a genocide designer. The United States military industrial complex are the largest murderers in the world. It does not matter if it is a Democrat or a Republican. You have murdered people around the world. The Native Americans are still being genocided. I have never heard you once speak about genocide so you know bernie's the guy who you know uh he's now finally trying to oppose further u.s funding of israel okay but where was he in the first months of this he was going around saying we can't have a ceasefire he was calling for a temporary pause basically adopting the biden administration's position then he shifted by saying okay fine no more money for israel but long after the damage was done in the and in the way you know with tens of thousands of people slaughtered with with, with u.s weapons he, so he, he deserves kind of it was enough he say it again like, he kind of said like we've it, it, we've it, it's enough is enough or yeah anything. too many have died it's too many yeah yeah so basically i had a meeting with mad dust we decided on a figure yeah Twenty thousand exactly. people killed yeah yeah, yeah. Ten thousand dead kids and that yeah. would be the point when we would say no enough but yeah. it's not a genocide yeah he, he dragged his feet so he deserves you know Whatever, it's obviously good that he's now opposing funding, but he deserves, that doesn't mean he's off the hook for his positions. 
and he deserves to be held to account. And uh, it's great to see that. I think he thinks that somehow because he's now coming out against funding Israel, that that means he's um, above criticism. But I'm sorry, you know, it, it is a genocide and he deserves to be called out for supporting it. Also, he's in Ireland. Like that guy can't be accused of getting Trump elected. They're Irish. <laughs> you can't expect to be going to Ireland. And it's it, 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 there's just different standards there. I, I you know I spent time in Northern Ireland on a speaking tour about Palestine. It's like I've never met so many white people who agreed with me about foreign policy. It was great. Um, I wish it was warmer there. I might have taken up residence. But, uh, <laughs> But 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 yeah, I mean, you, the, the Democrats are not seen as the more sane, rational foreign policy alternative, even by Western Europeans, as they once were, all the way through Obama. Well, here's another reason why. This is the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. Oh my God! Hamas for what it is, and it is a terrorist organization that must be stopped. No one. No country should live with that threat, that specter over them. And for those who don't understand this dynamic here in our own state, in our own country, I'll give you an example. I'm from Buffalo. Anybody realize that? If Canada someday ever attacked Buffalo, I'm sorry, my friends, there would be no Canada the next day, right? Right. Uh, Bill's Mafia. Canada, but we did have the War of 1812, and they did burn Buffalo. So well, there might be a little conflict here. But think about that. That is a natural reaction. You have a right to defend yourself and to make sure it never happens again. And that is Israel's right. So outright endorsement of genocide. Um, she's actually endorsing, though, the logic of October 7th, because if in her mind it's okay to commit genocide over a one-day attack, then certainly it's okay to commit a one-day attack after 75 years of ethnic cleansing, right? Um, I mean, it's just, you know, and she kind of walked back her statement, I think, but not really, of course. It was a typical Weasley apology. But um, she's not the first person to actually, you know, use this uh, Canada analog. This is Joe Biden reportedly 40 years ago during the Lebanon, during the Israeli assault on Lebanon. He said, what did you do in Lebanon? You annihilated what you annihilated. It was great. If attacks were launched from Canada into the U.S., everyone here would have said, attack all the cities of Canada and we don't care if all the civilians get killed. So Kathy Hochul is just following in Genocide Joe's footsteps.